folks, it's Robert Berry, and welcome to Retro Crush, the podcast episode 105. Gosh, we're only 12 days away from Christmas here, and um, I'm excited. I-, I got a feeling that this may be the very best Christmas the world has ever seen. Uh, I- I- it's just been a good year all around. We've had a, a good year here at Retro Crush, a good year in my family. I've eaten some good foods. I've drinking some good things. Uh, I've speaking to some good people, and um, you know I've lived a little. I've cried a little, and perhaps, maybe just perhaps, I learned to uh, laugh a little. And um, th- thanks to all of you for for being a, a joyous, uh, uh, you know, a, a hot, warm tray in this uh, hometown buffet. I like to call. Retro Crush the podcast. Um, I'm simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Uh, this time of year is, is a good time of year. It's kind of cold, a little bit rainy. It's been raining a lot here in Sacramento lately. Um, and uh, but luckily, you know, I, I didn't get stranded in the snow or anything like that. I feel bad about that. That Kim family, that poor guy, uh, went wandering off in the snow. And they like they rescued his family about an hour after he walked away, and he like was out there for three days. Boy, that, that's some some hardcore stuff there. And um, I hope that never happens to me. This guy had to burn tires to keep his family warm. And um, you know, so I'm thinking of carrying extra tires with me next time I go traveling for just such an emergency. Um, Actually, I've got so much crap in my car, you know, bits of old Taco Bell shells and stuff that my family probably uh, survive a few weeks if we got uh, stranded somewhere. But uh, enough of that happy talk. Um, the Christmas season is, is approaching, and uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun uh, in a future episode to go over some of my favorite Christmas songs. But, uh, you know, there's a flip side to every coin. You know, just when you think there's only uh, heads, there's a tail side, just a waiting to be shown. And and the and the flip side to the best Christmas songs has certainly got to be the worst Hanukkah songs. But since there aren't really that many bad, I mean, there's no such thing as a bad Hanukkah song. Let's be frank, uh, but not Frank Furter because that, that's not kosher if you're Jewish. But bad Christmas songs, there's an awful lot of them to choose from. And uh, I recently did a, a feature on the front page of the site, uh, Retro Crush, about the worst Christmas song of all time. And here's a little bit of it here for you. We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The word is out about the town. So look the glass. Um, you know, if you if you had really good headphones on there, you might have heard me uh, cut a big fart right when that song began. And um, wow, I'm simply having a stinky Christmas time right now. I can't escape the Retro Crush Studio. It's 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 sealed in glass, and it has those like egg carton things all over the walls for acoustics, but it, it traps the smell in. And I had this pizza today that was cheese with roasted garlic and then garlic sprinkled on top. 
And let's just say I have a, a foulness brewing inside of me that's uh, um, unholy, to say the least. But yes, Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Um, I wrote that it was it was my least favorite Christmas song. And, and what I wrote here, uh, if you'll indulge me, because I'm setting up a, a, an email that I got for, about this. It says, uh, I can think of no song more wretched and Paul McCartney's 1979 holiday-themed seizure, Wonderful Christmas Time. It's not just the worst Christmas song and worst video, but it may be one of the worst, most awful songs ever recorded. I love how the video shows 15 different musicians in the studio, but all we ever hear is that shitty keyboard music and Linda McCartney shaking sleigh bells, or maybe that's her bridle, it's hard to tell. The video even features Paul strumming away on a guitar, but I can't for the life of me hear one guitar note in the entire song. Seriously, that, that keyboard's one of the most annoying accompaniments ever captured on audio. It sounds like some kid with hooks for fingers and Parkinson's disease is slamming on some used Casio that Paul found at a thrift store. Those echo effects that kick in make me want to shove candy canes into my ears to make the pain stop. And the ding-dong-ding-dong-ding-woo vocals sound like leftovers from some sort of Special Olympics victory song. And if the song wasn't bad enough, the video is chock full of effects so cheesy they make Xanadu look like Peter Jackson's finest work. Yeah, nothing says Christmas like random pink jewels and sparkly people making out in space. There's a particularly disturbing scene where two Paul McCartneys sing to each other with a bonfire burning between their faces, just like the very first Christmas. The video moves on to Paul and friends wandering the streets and spray-painting Merry Xmas on a Muslim family's home. Don't worry, it's not offensive if you spell it Xmas. They sing the chorus, simply having a wonderful Christmas time, nearly 666 times, suggesting they're trying to open a portal for Satan to return to the world, or some sort of positive affirmation to make them believe they really are having a good time, despite the bored looks on everyone's faces. Though I don't believe his soon-to-be ex-wife Heather Mills deserves the $250 million in spousal support she seeks. I feel that anyone who's ever had to suffer through this yuletide abortion should at least get a fat check from Sir Paul as a Christmas gift. So that's what I, what I said about that song. And, um, you know, a, a little bit harsh by, by some standards. And I, I get an email from a guy named Fudge. So you know this guy means business when he's got a nickname like Fudge. Maybe it's not even his nickname. That's kind of kind of scary. But anyway, it's Mr. Barry. Uh, just reading your offensive review for this McCartney song, and felt the urge to show candy canes in my eyes. See what he did there? He took uh, something I wrote and turned it against me. That's a that's a good tactic in in email hate mail there. And he says. Uh, the unwarranted attack on the late Linda McCartney and making fun of kids with hooks for fingers and Parkinson's disease is not only tasteless, sick, and depressing, it also isn't funny. It ain't satire, it ain't pushing the envelope, and it ain't my problem because I can't handle macabre humor. Your problem is you're not capable of writing it. You know, I got this to tell you, Fudge. What you wrote, um, you know, touche for starters, touche to you. Um, but you know what you wrote, um, it, it cuts like a knife. 
but it feels so right. So uh, yeah, there's 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 uh, some other uh, bad Christmas songs uh, that are there. Um, by the way, we've got the whole video for Wonderful Christmas Time on the front page of Retro Crush. So check this out. I mean, you know, I made it sound like it's the worst video ever just by writing about it and telling you about it there. But you got to see it to believe it. Um, just like Santa Claus. But uh, here's here's another one that's pretty bad. It's it's um, Barbara Streisand doing some bizarre epileptic version of, of Jingle Bells. Through the fields of white on this happy Christmas night, off we go through the snow. Bells are ringing, we'll be singing jingle bell, jingle bell, jing jangle, jingle bell, jingle bell, jing jangle, jingle bell, jingle bell, jing jangle, jingle bell, jingle bell, jing Wow, that sus 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 sucked. That's all. That's all they really got to say about that. What, what? How horrible! What was she thinking? Like anybody wanted to hear uh, that perform that way? Truly bad, in every single way. It's possible to be bad. Dancing through the snow, darling. A one horse open sleigh. All the fields we go. Laughing all the way Bells on the pop tail rain Making spirits bright What fun it is to laugh and sing A slaying song tonight Jingle bell, jingle bell Jingle all the way Uh, James Taylor uh, singing Jingle Bells, which is currently uh, one of the uh, songs you could uh, download for free on YouTube, and uh, rightfully so, because nobody should have to pay for that. It's like he uh, is drunk or something. I don't know what. James isn't really known for doing his scat there. He's known for doing scat films, though. That's a little-known fact. That's why Carly Simon left him. But... um, I met James Taylor before, by the way. I got to shake his hand backstage, and um, he called the security on me, and uh, that was that was the end of it. Now, actually, uh, my wife works at a place, and uh, his, her boss is kind of friends with him, and so we got like invited to to meet him backstage. And like, I remember I was like wearing this special sticker that said I could have all access pass, you know. And um, I was like, oh, I like James Taylor, okay, you know, but I wasn't like, you know cream in my jeans at the thought of it or anything but you know uh but it's just kind of cool to, to be able to meet someone famous like that and uh um and there's people like stopping me like you know these old ladies that were diehard james taylor fans like oh, how did you get that pass man i'd do anything anything for an all-access pass and they're like winking at me and i'm and like they're showing me like these varicose cleavages and stuff and uh, oh god i just Needless to say, uh, this story's going nowhere. But uh, James Taylor shouldn't be singing Jingle Bells. That's, I guess, the ultimate lesson in that there. So uh, next next up, I've got a, uh, a really horrible Christmas song. It's Dominic the Christmas 
Italian Donkey. Hey, jingity jing, it's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La 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 You know how you can tell an Italian Christmas donkey's been in your backyard? When your cat's pregnant and your garbage can's empty. You know, that's what I'm saying. I remember we used to tell that joke in school and it didn't make any sense, but I always liked it. I just liked the thought, well, we didn't say it with a donkey. You know, it was like, how do you know an Italian's been in your backyard? And I just I was like this idea of this like, Italian breaking into your yard and then, like, he ends up eating all your trash and then he, he like, sees your cat after his big fine meal of trash and goes, whoo, hello, kitty. But, uh, you know, that, that never happens. That's the kind of humor you'd expect to hear uh, from Michael Richards, not not from Retro Crush there. That's that's for sure. Ooh, my wife just uh, walked into my doorway just now, and uh, she was unbuttoning her shirt and giving me a come-hither look. I'm doing... I can't believe we told that bad joke. What? I've I got a big Johnson? Wow. I, I, so I've been using 80s terms for my my penis these days. <laughs> so I, I've been calling it my Johnson lately. Remember those stupid shirts, big Johnson shirts? Like, you know, got a big Johnson. And it's kind of like, wink, wink, I'm really talking about my dick. That's what the ladies knew back then. If you had a mullet, you could probably pull that shirt off. Uh, but not me, because I don't, I don't have enough hair to even make a mullet, you know. I could maybe make a pube mullet if I trimmed it just right. Um, cause I'm rather her suit in the crotch department. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, for the, for those of you still listening, uh, here, here's another truly horrible Christmas song. It's called Christmas Shoes, and, and it's, it's just revolting. Uh, the setup of this song is that, uh, the guy who's singing the song is, a uh, like like many po- folks, an impatient Christmas shopper. He's he's waiting in line to get another Christmas line, and there's this jackass kid in front of him who's got like a a, a pocket full of pennies, and he's dirty and, he, and he's gonna buy some shoes. Well, there's a little bit more to it than that, as this song clip will uh, tell you. Sir, I wanna buy these shoes for my mama. It's Christmas Eve, and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry soon? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. And I know these shoes will make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if Mama meets Jesus tonight. What the fuck? Good lord, what a horrible song. I mean, basically, this mom's dying. She's on her deathbed. And, um, you know, she she's going to die that night. Instead of having the family all around uh, her, the, the, the father says, Hey, son, here's a, here's a handful of pennies. You go buy your mom some pretty shoes. Uh, and so she could look good when she meets Jesus tonight. 
Because, you know, Jesus really cared about cool shoes. That was his game back in back in the day, uh, back around the... Uh, what time did he live? Did he live in A.D. or B.C.? Because he didn't live after death, and he didn't live before Christ, so he kind of existed in this flux period where there was, I guess, the zero year. That's when Jesus existed. But, uh, you know what? That that's like something that neither you or I will ever be able to answer, because we're just mortal uh, mortals on this earth. We're not meant to comprehend uh, the likes of questions like that. But 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 what we are meant to comprehend is why this boy is not by his mom's side and instead waiting in some department store, trying to con people into selling him uh, expensive shoes for his dying mom, who's in bed anyway. I mean, she can't wear these shoes. And they'll be like cursed shoes. You know, like if someone else wears them, her ghost will just haunt them. So it's kind of a a bad deal all around. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that's not a good song. But uh, anyway, you know, if you've got some other bad Christmas songs, I'd love to hear hear what they would be. Uh, maybe we can play them in, in another upcoming installment before Christmas here. And um always like to hear from you, the, the Retro Crush Hotline. Um, we actually got a couple calls uh, for our last episode. And you can always call 916-231-9480 anytime, day or night. Um, whether you're happy or sad, um, just give me a call. And I'm sure you can uh, give us a better call than this one. Uh, hello there, Robert Berry. I love listening to your podcast. Uh, your voice is very sexy. Uh, appreciate uh, if you would uh, post a naked picture of yourself uh, on your podcast uh, for next episode. <laughs> it would be uh, very great. Uh, talk to you later, Robert. Uh, goodbye. Oh, by the way, I, I am your biggest fan. Bye-bye. Man, I, I wish my mom would stop calling the Retro Crush voicemail hotline. That That's all I'm seeing there. Um, he, here's a, a voicemail from my, my good buddy Jace, who uh, directed me in a film uh, earlier this year with uh, the very famous Richard Maul from Night Court in it. Hey, Robert, this is Jace. I just enjoyed listening to the last podcast, especially the Shasta commercial. And I was wondering if you have found the other Shasta commercial. It's almost the same. It came out a little bit later, and it's kind of more of a new wave punk version of the same jingle. Anyway, I've been looking for that. And uh, have you a battery commercial that was kind of like right after Purple Rain came out, and they were kind of had a When Doves Cry feel to the Duracell jingle? I've been looking for that, too. But anyway, if you have any of those, post them. Talk to you later. Um, you know, uh, Jace, I've never heard about that battery commercial. Um, it sounds like a print song. I do remember uh, Jacko, who did the Energizer commercials. You know, he says, Oi, they'll surprise you. Those are pretty cool. But, uh, hey, th- thanks for those of you who continue to listen to this podcast. Uh, looks like our number has been taking a little bit of a dip lately. Um, so my, my uh, theories are that either... Um, a lot of my listeners are Iraqi citizens, so you got a natural attrition rate, if that's the case. Uh, maybe uh, you guys are eating a Taco Bell. You know, maybe you're out of uh, commission right now, but, uh, you know, hey, spread spread the love. 
you know, we'd love love to have you tell a friend about us. And hey, let me know you're out there. You know, am I just talking to an empty uh, an empty uh, microphone or something? You know, it's it's sure reward. the best Christmas gift you know that you could give to me, aside from money, is the gift of of love and feedback. Let me know that you like this show. Let me know that you don't like it. Let me know what you'd like to change. Let me know uh, what I shouldn't go changing just to try to please you. You know, maybe uh, you love me just the way I am, and maybe maybe you don't want clever conversation. Um, and uh, you know, I said I love you, and that's forever. I'll always remember that. And I'm gonna leave you today uh, with something completely unrelated with anything we just talked about earlier. But uh, my my good buddy Keith Lowell Jensen. Uh, just uh, told me about this really kick-ass rap group because I was like complaining that like rap kind of sucks these days. You know, it seems like the only rap out there that's worth a damn is Fergalicious. No, I hate that song too. But he says, "Hey, have you ever heard of the Coup?" And I said, "Why? Well, no, I've never heard of the Coup." He says, "Well, you got to check check these homeboys out because uh, they've got it going on, and uh, they've got a new album out called uh, oh, it's called something here. What's it called?" It's called uh, Pick a Bigger Weapon. And um, there's a song I'm going to play a clip for you. It's called uh, My Favorite Mutiny. And and boy, the music's great. The lyrics are great. The album covers are great. And um, the taste of the CD against your loving tongue is very pleasing, I, I will say as well. But here is a is a clip from that. Boy, do I have a surprise for you. Tomorrow I'm going to be seeing Rocky Balboa. Um, and so I'm really excited about that. So I'll give you a review of that tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of littler episodes instead of these big-ass long ones. I, that's based on feedback getting from you guys. So I, I listen, you know. You jump and I say how high. That's that's my motto here at Retro Crush the Podcast. So uh, thanks for tuning in. You can, you can uh, check out our website. Uh, retrocrush.com or MySpace page at myspace.com slash retrocrush and uh, if you're into uh, Naked Midgets go to um, gaynakedmidgets.com it's not a site I'm affiliated with in any way but um, it delivers um, so here is a clip from the Coos My Favorite Mutiny from their most recent CD Pick a Bitter Weapon awesome stuff go buy it you know what? On Amazon, it's only eight ninety nine. You can't beat that. You know, I challenge you to go to Target and find any CD even a tenth as good as this for that price. Here we go. Just desserts, it's not just the words. Some of y'all heads up in the cloud. I'ma bring y'all back to earth. It's black back to burn. Bullshit y'all talking about. Out your mouth, I'm not concerned. Cause y'all got to learn. It's y'all turned like Detroit Red. When his head had an ultra burn. The long walk I burned your bare heels, so throw on your boots. The game camouflage like army suits. But I can see it more clear. Cause I came with the coop in here. Ring the alarm and form the truth. Send them out into the world, go to war on the flu. Out of eye with the enemy, you sworn to shoot. Now I'm coming at your neck. Sick of hearing something wrong with me Motherfucker, something wrong with you When the cheap just way too smart to question The enemy, the brothers of a dark complexion The governments of the world, the shark infested They have the own weaponry like Sharp and Heston, man Look, it gets low, man Low, 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 low
Send me high 